Broadcasting from atop the Hensler Financial Building in the heart of Georgia's financial district, Kennesaw, Georgia. This is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. I'm Troy Harmon. I'm here with Jarrett McKenzie and Melanie Wells. You got it this time. Nice. Why would anyone ever Smooth. forget such a simple We just need to start practicing before the show. Oh, so it's he does that with Juliana. Really? Well, he practices well, Juliana's name. name's pretty intense, too. So yeah, well, I, I mess it up, and even knowing and practicing, uh-huh. I still mess it up. But anyway, I can, I can remember everybody's first name, but when you go deeper than that, I don't know. It's a lot. Yeah. That's okay. He learned how to say my last name, you know, because of the show. (laughs) Who are you again? Yeah. 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 All right. Kelly Lynn. Yes, yes. Scalise. Scalise. Where are we going from here? Good question. We talked about a lot of good case studies uh, over the break. But this one, we've got investing through the trough. Uh, We've got Curtin Tracy, um, really uneasy with the market being down. And they said 17% year to date. It's a bit more than that. And it's been worse than it is right now. We've seen it as low as 23% this year. So, you know, it kind of fluctuates, but we've had a bear market rally yeah. once in a while, but there's still plenty of pain. And that's it, it is. And while they are mostly invested in actively managed mutual funds, um, their overall portfolio tends to track the broad market. So um, that's right. why they're they're comparing to that. Um, Kurt uh, sold some tech heavy funds in hopes to stop the bleeding. Yeah. But um, Tracy is mad because their cash is being eroded by inflation. Um, Again, questions they had were, you know, should basis should they should be sitting this out? Should they wait until the volatility levels out? Where could they place their money during this point? You know, if they dollar cost average, stocks keep going down. What do they do? Um, they oh, they see all the headlines, missed earnings, investor confidence, all going sure. crazy. So yeah, how do you deal with that? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, it's a human emotion. It's absolutely nobody wants to lose. And uh, everybody's losing right now. And by that, I mean, if you look, the stock market is down 20%. But the bond market, which usually gives us a little solace, is down 10% mm-hmm. this year. I, you know how long it's been since we saw that? Yeah. 1981, when we had inflation like it is today. It's mm-hmm. literally what's driving everything. And, and inflation needs to be tamed. Uh, yeah. You know, we talk about how late the Fed was to the game, but the fact is they're here. And they're actually doing what needs to be done. Uh, I mean, Kurt and Tracy are absolutely not alone. A lot of them, uh, it's, it's been an easy trap to fall into uh, where you look over the last decade. And I make this point frequently. You look over the last decade, growth stocks, those with really high uh, growth numbers in their revenue who may not even be making any earnings yet have been the, the, the best investment for quite a while, right? Mm-hmm. And when you look at them relative to value or dividend paying stocks or uh, basically anything else, especially cash, um, you know, it, it's it's a huge standout. The only time cash wins is when the market's negative and you're flat, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Because you're still losing value. You just don't see it in the balance right. of your account. That's right. exactly it. And, Jared, that's my point. So when you've got inflation running over 8%, you're actually losing 8% on cash. Right. In purchasing power terms. Yep. Now, your values might not be falling, so it would be 8% on cash 
plus the negative or yep. minus the negative, however you want to look at the math equation. But, mm. uh, you know, it's a it's a very difficult situation. The thing that you have to know, and this is the reason that we do a Hensler 10-year rule, mm-hmm. the best thing to do is stick with your strategy during a time like this. I've always been one who said, you know, don't get don't get too um, in love with that growth strategy. When you looked at the fundamentals, and people don't think about this, but March of 2021, the overall price to earning ratio on the S&P 500 was. You guys have any clue? In when March? Well, probably March have of told me 2021. Times. 21. This was last year, was like March. 30. How about 32? Wow. Do you know what the P.E. was during the tech bubble, a period that we all have agreed was due to (laughs) overzealous investing, Mm -hmm. people paying more than things were worth? Any clue? How about 30? Hmm. Dang, 2% off. Yeah, you you (laughs) were close. I mean, you knew where I was going with the conversation, (laughs) right? So when you look at things like this, if it doesn't make sense, fix it. I right. mean, rebalance your accounts frequently. Mm-hmm. Have a long-term mm-hmm. strategy. When when one uh, position or or one portion of a strategy actually outperforms everything Energy. else, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, exactly. you need You're to you earlier, need to rebalance, right? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, take now, those gains. To that mm-hmm. point, you can also be tactical, Melanie, and and you said energy, but. Remember how we got to where we are today in energy? Mm-hmm. Same period, March of twenty. 20 actually now so a year prior crazy yeah Mm -hmm. we we saw that the world had closed down nobody was driving their car people weren't flying anywhere energy prices plummeted right Mm -hmm. and for good reason yeah but did anybody think they would never get on an airplane again did anybody think that they were not going to go back to work at some point right the market invested as if that were the case Mm -hmm. and when you have a situation like that it's called an opportunity mm-hmm. right and it might be painful it's it's actually quite often emotionally difficult to take advantage of those things the yeah. stock market's the strangest thing if you went to uh, name a store uh, if you I'll just say JC Penney's if you went to Penny's and you saw a big shelf of stuff and you know the quality was all as you would expect say t-shirts and they mm-hmm. were half off you'd buy an extra t-shirt most likely mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In the stock market, the <laughs> time that you buy more is when things are double the price. Right. And it's just absolutely backwards to every other thing. And the problem is most people don't understand how to determine the value of a stock, but they innately know how much T-shirts cost. <laughs> this, this is what always has killed me about financial and economic theory, where supposedly markets are efficient and investors are rational, right? But <laughs> especially the past couple of years, that investors not being so rational much, does right. not seem... It has not worked. Hey, market's right. going yeah. down. Let's sell everything. Right. Yeah. But, but they had extra money, and that's part of the reason right. they were buying. Hey, we don't need this. Exactly. Why don't we invest in some Bitcoin, and we're going to be rich? Well, it's such a good point to make, because that is the mindset to have right now, right? Like, mm-hmm. you, you should be thinking about it in those terms because I don't know the stats well enough to quote them here, but I will encourage you all to look back at what markets have done after these bear markets have come about. Look yeah. in the, you know, the following 12 to 24 months, just like it did with energy, right. like you're just mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. You go back historically, last 100 years, look at that. And while that's not guaranteed to happen this time, 
it's going to come back around unless you think that the Walmarts and the Cokes and the Procter and Gambles and you know the Verizons of the world are going out of business, which is an entirely different conversation. Sure, mm-hmm. that's it's. By going the way, to come I back don't around. agree with that. Uh, it's it's not going to happen. So right. yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's so look for the values like you're saying. Right. You know, get into those places, start collecting your dividends, and, and use some of that to actually get in at good prices. That is, after all, the best way to offset some of these losses that you've probably seen year to date because sitting on things like Meta that's down what seven. 70% now yes. on the year. So a 70% loss is going to require 233% return right. if you don't buy more at a lower price and average that cost down. So you, you waiting on that to rebound by itself is going to require 233% return to get back. So you need that's one of the best things you can do with cash right now that you don't have a need for. So here's my other mm-hmm. question. Should I anchor to the cost? Should I think of it as this, or should I look at this stock as maybe this is one of the biggest opportunities in the market today? Absolutely. That's, yeah. that's so, as much of it as anything. I think people look at it, they, they frame the question wrong. They're wanting to say, you know, I want to make my money back. Well, what do you really want to do? When you invest, you just want to make money, right? I love so high. Right. And the, the, the one that you're, you're yeah. so you're more likely to hang on to something that has actually fared well. Mm-hmm while other things have been sold off hard, instead of maybe stopping to reconsider, wait a minute, has this been overblown? Is this maybe the best Mm -hmm. opportunity at this point? Should I take some off the table, which at that point probably is a higher weight in your portfolio, Mm -hmm. should Mm -hmm. I rebalance? Mm -hmm. And and that's literally the question, right? So there's one more thing that I think we ought to touch on. Yes. They ask about dollar cost averaging. Yes. I believe that right now, and I've said this for several weeks now, that we finally have gotten below that overblown 10-year average valuation mark. You know, the stock market, the S&P 500 is below, or it's right, it's below 19 times, uh, right around 18.8, and and that's where the 10-year average price to earnings ratio is. If you go out longer, it's about 16 and a half, but in reality, I think Dollar cost averaging is a very smart thing to do. If you have cash on the sidelines, I would set up a, a, a program to invest that periodically over the next at least 12 months, maybe 18 months, uh, because mm-hmm. I believe, Jared, I think you made the mention of it earlier. Over that period of time, I think we will see a recession, but I think you're going to catch a bottom. You're going to be buying more shares at a lower cost, fewer shares at a higher cost. Mm -hmm. You're going to wind up with a lower average cost than the price was overall because you're doing just that. And and that's the way dollar cost averaging works. A lot of people will dollar cost average all the the time. If the market's going up, the stuff don't even work. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The problem is we don't know what tomorrow holds. Right Mm -hmm. now, I can be pretty confident dollar cost averaging is the best strategy. Mm. Absolutely. Is there very many times that you can tell a client that, Jared? No. Exactly, because we don't know what happens tomorrow. Yep. So as contrary as it seems, this is when you will make the most progress. Times like what we're in true. and going into, that's true. This is when you make a lot of forward progress. Don't so. let your emotions cost you a significant opportunity, mm-hmm. and, yep. and that's literally what you need to be doing. Put your money in the market. Okay. There Telling you go. Me. All right. Coming up next, we're going to talk meta platforms. All righty. We've got we got to break this one down. Okay. All right. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. 
Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.